It does not work with these English ATMs. Something in the strip does not work or it cannot translate. I am not sure. I have tried at three different places. Come, I will show you. He followed me across the road, totally hooked in. I knew if I could get him to the bank machine, he would withdraw at least $60 for me. But it was time to bait the hook. I debated with myself internally. Do I use the powers or hope that he was weak enough that a simple redirect would work? Looking at him, I went with the redirect. My power sometimes gave me a headache, and I didn't need that today. Your feet, they are size eleven? I asked, looking down at his sensible brown loafers. He nodded at me, a question in his eyes. But that is such good luck. I too have size eleven feet. I have many, many pairs of athletic shoes, never used. Tomorrow I can have three, four pairs sent to your home. We have many sponsors. They give us too many shoes. Do you like Nike, Adidas? He thought for a moment. I saw some new Nikes last week. A brown runner? With the green stripes? I asked. He nodded. I think I have a pair of these. They are yours. We arrived at the bank machine. That's when my trouble began. Who knew one little member of the First Nations could cause so many problems? He was standing at the machine, pushing buttons angrily. His midnight black hair cascaded down his back waving back and forth like a million snakes as he shook his head, obviously frustrated with the machine. Small-boned, his jeans and matching jacket almost hung off his thin frame. But looking at him, you got the feeling you shouldn't mess with him, if you understand me. I got the distinct impression that he could take care of himself, if he needed to. He yanked his card out of the machine and looked over at us. I think this thing might be broken, man, he said. I can't get it to work. You want to try? He pointed at me with his card as he asked this. I am afraid I have been having some difficulties myself, I replied. I looked over at Roger. Perhaps you could try yours. As though it would be rude to do anything else, Roger pulled out his wallet and stepped forward to the machine. The other guy stepped back, looking like he was giving Roger room. But I noticed his eyes were still trained on the keypad as Roger typed in his pin. No, it's not working. He hit cancel and waited for his card to come out. Nothing happened. He hit cancel again and jiggled the return slot. Shit, the machine ate my card. See, man, I told you it was messed up. The long-haired guy wandered off, muttering to himself angrily. Roger was still hitting the machine, trying in vain to get his card back. It's no use. I need to go home and call the bank. Sorry, man. I, I guess I can't help you after all. He actually looked apologetic. For almost a full second, I felt guilty. But it passed. Thank you for trying, friend, I said to him. He walked off quickly, hurrying, I suppose, to call the bank. I stood on the street corner for a moment, scanning the few passers-by, hoping that I could see another good candidate. Down the block, I could see the First Nations guy from the bank machine loitering, leaning up against a storefront, glancing occasionally in my direction. I turned and walked along the street the other way, and took the first corner I came to. I looked around at my surroundings and waited patiently for a few minutes. The sun was setting, making the run-down neighborhood look beautiful. The drab and dusty storefronts were bathed in a brilliant golden glow. Even the second-hand clothing store, with its cracked, grimy windows and shabby merchandise within, looked almost regal. After a minute, I turned back onto the road and saw my skinny little friend, back where I expected him, at the bank machine coaxing the card out of the slot. I walked over to him quickly. He was mine, Indian. 
I said in my most threatening voice as I approached. Person of First Nations descent, please. Indian is a misnomer based upon the fact that Columbus was a lost asshole, he nonchalantly responded. Come on, man. You're blocking my light. This is delicate work. He waved me away. I stepped closer, towering over him. I said he was mine. Also, I knew that about Columbus. I was trying to be threatening. It didn't work. You're obviously too nice a guy to be all that threatening. But fortunately for you, I agree. He was your mark, and I bet he was a good one, too. He appeared to be simple enough to fall for any little scheme. I mean, he bought your terrible French accent, didn't he? He looked up at me, not the slightest bit of fear in his expression, and retrieved the bank card. He removed a thin strand of film from around the black strip and reinserted it. Now, what were you going to get from him? Forty? Maybe sixty dollars?